back, back, back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Africans Talk Football FC. How's everybody? How's everybody doing tonight? I know FC. it's midweek. <laughs> FC. No, we're doing well. Oh, I said FC. Hey, that's coming, coming soon. I, I, I wasn't supposed to say it out loud. But yeah. Africans <laughs> Talk Football TV, you know what I'm saying? The FC is coming soon. FC is coming soon. How's everybody <laughs> feeling tonight? Pretty good, man. How about you guys? Doing yeah, okay. Doing good so far this week. Doing okay. Pretty you know, we'll see you about tomorrow. How I'm feeling. <laughs> Today I feel. <laughs> nah, man. Um, just want to say thank you again to all of our friends, all of our supporters out there. Um, we we actually surpassed this last week, but finally hit a thousand followers on our Instagram. So again, honestly, shout out, shout out. Thank you very much to everyone who's been following, been supporting. You know, it's it's crazy. We started this three years ago, just friends who wanted to talk more so about football and put it out there. And it's kind of crazy to see, you know, we've done a few interviews. We've, we've you know, brought on new guests. We brought on friends. We got Solo here, our resident city city supporter. You know, he he's honestly part of the pod as well now. We got you know, so much going for us and we, it wouldn't be possible without you guys out there listening and commenting and just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We do have some stuff coming down the pipeline real soon for you friends. So just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Year three, we coming back with some crazy stuff, but, um, but yeah, man, kind of just want to hop right into the action. We got a lot to talk about today. We got the weekend games and then obviously today is Tuesday. So we had some midweek games as well you know december is one of the months man i feel like you blink and you've already played three or four matches you know it's only december 5th and you know teams have already played twice this month um so let's just get into it want to start off with you know as we always say losers go first so we we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about united uh man people 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 screaming ten hag out it's looking like people talking about Ten Hag out, which is crazy. I had a few Ray Cray. a few bets in my friend group talking about will Ten Hag make it past December, and now it's looking kind of iffy. Um, there were just some reports that came out today, though, or maybe it was yesterday. I can't remember about kind of just like the state of the locker room. Um, Nemanja Matic came out and was talking about how, you know, when he played at Chelsea, everything was very professional, how players weren't late to practice, you know, the, the, the interactions between manager and players was that of respect and how, when he, you know, he made the jump to United, how he saw players coming in late. There was just lack of that professionalism. He even went out to name Pogba and Jaden Sancho as of two of the players who seemingly were late to practice a lot. And how they had, you know, within the team themselves, they had a kind of a, a little disciplinary action. And um, it's crazy because, you know, these same players who are having issues with Ten Hag kind of behind the scenes calling for him to possibly step down or asking the board maybe to look towards a new manager. You know, these are some of the same players I had issues with previous managers. I mean, we can go down the list. You know, Salam probably has a lot to say about that. But, you know, it. it there's always turmoil in the locker room. I feel like with United, we've been saying this for the last two, three years. It's it's kind of just rinse and repeat. Like, what do we do? We play well for a good six months when we get a new manager, and then it seems there's a new season. The players fall out of form. 
The players start to bicker with the manager. The manager is trying to do all he can do to keep the team together. Then he gets sacked. It's about six months of this weird period where no one knows what's happening. There's a new manager. New manager comes in and, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle, it seemed like. But, you know, just the state of United right now, you know, tough 1-0 loss to Newcastle. Um, I mean, honestly, you guys played decently. You you guys didn't play well, but you guys played decently for me. Um, But, you know, a win is a win, and Newcastle managed to get those three points, so... So I'm kind of just the state of United halfway through the or not halfway through the season, but, you know, halfway through the year almost. We're in December now, about to look towards the January window. What what's going on with your squad, bro? Um, as far as the state of United goes, we're in shambles. That's just what it is. Um, I actually want to start with the um, the Champions League game. Galatasaray. Um I have to give it up for the players. I thought the players put in a performance that was well enough to win that game. Um, unfortunately, it came down to our biggest issue in um, the Champions League this year. That's Andre Onana. Uh, he's cost us many, many goals. Um, listen, bro, I, I, I've, I've tried to support you. I've tried to back you, and I still do. But I just think I just he makes the any save look like a crazy save. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no just routine save with him. There's no easy save. And just quite frankly, um, you know, it's a big, big task to be United's keeper. I remember I remember when De- David De Gea was new. Mike will tell you, I wanted David De Gea out that season. And Mike was like, no, just, just, just give him some time and he'll be fine. And coincidentally, he had been our, you know, keeper for the next decade. But. Um, we're out of the Champions League because of him, um, and that's just what it is. Uh, people do have um, to be held accountable. He definitely is one of them for the Champions League. I thought McTominay played poorly. Um, and I, I just, you know, I, I think all in all, the the two similarities you saw is that some of these guys, man, they're just not up for playing at, at a club this high. I think we can, we can go down the list. We can look at the players who played um, – in that Newcastle game. I don't even want to say the Galatasaray game because I thought we we were fine in that game. I think if Onana didn't make those mistakes, like, we're good. Um, but it is what it is. Against Newcastle, I mean, more or less the same. I mean, isn't it crazy that I, I just – I don't want to, to, to make it on him, you know, but just isn't it crazy that we look so much better without Marcus Rashford? Like, it was completely night and day from what you saw on – uh, versus Turkey away from home in a tough environment versus away from home in a tough environment in England at St. James Park. And it just, I don't know, this guy, man, it's just like, I, I don't know. At this point, I really don't know what it is uh, with him. I don't think that there's really a manager that can fix him or any of the players. I mean, let's be real. These are the same players who have gotten countless of managers sacked. And the fact that they're complaining now, if they are complaining, is 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 not acceptable because i mean none of these guys have even won anything so like what grounds do you even have to stand on at least the manager has like i've won a league title i can say that i made a deep run into champions league you guys haven't done anything <laughs> you know you're in a europa league final and squandered it so like that's who you guys are but i mean i just you know that that being said we do have a lot of players out though we do have a lot of players out lisandro is out Ron isn't playing. Uh, Casemiro's not playing. 
and as far as our attacker as attackers go, I don't know. I'm starting to question if Hoyland can stay fit because I mean, like he's just never really available when we need him to be. Um, and yeah, man, I'm just I'm just hoping that in January we see some change in terms of like the structure of who's running stuff, and hopefully we can start, you know bringing in players that are actually going to help this team because like Ragnick said, this will be the last thing I say, but what Ragnick said in that interview was like the realest thing that you've heard. If you were, if you consume United in any, in any way, this team needs like nine new players. The reality is, is that this team consists of players from many different managers. Every manager that has come in here hasn't been able to completely gut the squad and get his guys in. But in Ten Hogg's case, the one thing that I will say, the guys that he's brought in are not good enough because he's not even using them. So, like, I'm starting to even question him. It's like it's it's a sad state of affairs for United right now. Interesting. I mean, you, you I think you made some really good points. Um, in terms of the players, I want to start with the players. Um, this might sound crazy because you know how I feel about this guy. But from the past two games that I've watched of United, I think Maguire. Maguire is the only guy that looks like he wants to play for United. 100%. Everybody else is just like walking around. Just like, there has to be something going on in the locker room. Like, There's a disarray. That's what's going this, on. This weekend, he picked who? Uh, Shaw. To partner up with uh what's his name? Maguire, a center back when Varane is healthy. Yeah. So, like to me, I'm at a point now. I've I've looked at the United situation. I think it's the players, man. Even though like I don't think Ten Hag is this, you know, big crazy coach guy, like you know, like revolu- I don't think he's that top class of a manager, but I still think he's a great manager. If you look at this guy, I mean <laughs> I, I'm, you guys have probably seen it on Twitter, the videos of Rashford just walking, yeah, just 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 walking. Like, how is he continuing to start Rashford? How are you justifying that? He has favorites. We have to call it out. He does have favorites because if you can't, like you said, if how can you continue to play Rashford and you're saying someone like Sancho doesn't put enough effort in? Like that exactly. doesn't. Like, yeah. And then Sancho just recently made a statement saying he's like, oh, he might be – people are, like, wanting him to start playing again and everything yeah. Uh, from uh, – yeah, it's a uh, – it's not looking yeah, good for Eric. That, that locker room, this team kind of reminds me of our team last season. And I also believe – oh, no, no, right now, I think he's a broken record. I mean, we all see it. I mean, it's just – he's just not looking good. But this is what I also believe. He hasn't had a consistent back line in front of him. Like, look at who's played in front of Onana. How are you going to create any type of chemistry? If you look at Chelsea last season, same issue. We couldn't figure it out in the back. You guys, I feel like if you figure out the back line, okay, maybe what's-his-name comes back. I mean, this Veron situation is just weird. I don't know what's going on. But without a consistent back line, there's no way Onana gets comfortable. Like... (laughs) He's oh, just not, not gonna be comfortable. That many shots. He, he he was never meant to be a, a shot stopper. 
in a way. Absolutely. Like David De Gea is a shot. What do you mean? I mean, you know, you're 100 right. He's a keeper. No, you. I, no, I, I, I I get what he's saying. So I mean, no. De Gea will save things. Yeah, that's that what harder than you know. Like, era you know, save some some balls. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not I'm not with that. I'm not with cutting a guy slack because he's a ball playing keeper, not a shot saving. Yeah. Like, bro, your job is to save goals. Your 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 title is goalkeeper. Yeah, so but, no, but what were they saying about De Gea last season though? That he, he doesn't play good with his feet. Yeah, he can't play with, with his feet. feet. But now Why that you know, choose you, you, what, which one you want. It's either Thank you gotta you, pick and choose, or you have to you have to be better about how you pick and choose. And this goes back to Eric Ten Hag, like he Wonderful. has been slowly trying to bring his Ajax team all over to this thing. And I'm like, yeah. for what? Like, yeah. is that what United needed? Like, how are you gonna have a ball set, a playing keeper and not put competent uh, people in front of him to make sure that it does okay. you that dude's not gonna be good with his. Uh, he, there are gonna be times where he's gonna let more shots in than. Than mm-hmm. someone like a David De Gea or a John. and even even size wise, right? Yeah. Even size wise, he, he's a smaller keeper. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta you gotta kind of help him, you know? Yeah, Eric. Time. That's why for City, for example, we got four CBs. We got four CBs in front of Ederson to keep make sure that he's not facing as many shots as he needs to be facing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I mean, yeah, I want to get into the City segment, but, but um, do you think do you think uh, like with the Varane situation though? Do you think that it's do you think that it's 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 the problem with the player and the manager? Because it seems as if the manager is having a lot of problems with players that are in a certain, I guess, stratosphere of mm-hmm. Know, mm-hmm. clout, I guess. Mm-hmm. I can't really I mean, say that. Veron is a World Cup winner, five times Champions expect. League. Bro, you, I, he has ego. Like, come on. Oh, but these players, I mean, at the end of the days, these players want to win, bro. Yeah. And more than they want to win, they don't want to look bad. I mean, think about Casemiro. Think about Varane. They're coming from Madrid. Bro, they're coming from a category in which, in which they, they, they're one, not used to losing, but two, they're used to a certain level. Like kind of that's what I was talking about, bro. They're, they're used to a certain yeah. level of professionalism. They're mm-hmm. used to a certain level of even if we lose, there's not this, I go back to the locker room and there's, there's this, you know, this level of, like discomfort yeah, you know yeah. like tension discomfort mm-hmm. and i feel like because there's no real there, there's no real standard being set at united there's no real it, it was kind of like mike said it's kind of the issue with chelsea there was no real standard there was no real okay like this is what it is you know mm-hmm. win lose or draw this is what it is i feel like a lot of the teams morale is just you know you can't really mesh as a squad i feel like they're just not a yeah. squad well, that's how it feels like to me looking out from the outside. A lot of individuals. And my answer to your question, Salam, so about who's to blame in that Varane situation. I think one thing that's being under accounted for is Eric Ten Hag came from IX, which is a team, which is a team organized around like youth and academy and, and young people coming up. Mm-hmm. He's not he's never been in a situation where he has to prioritize a player like Varane mm-hmm. or prioritize a player like Casemiro or how to do rotations like that. That's a fault on him. That's a, that's a, that is just yeah. That is an issue. So that's why it's like again. Then we go back above that. Who made the decision to put the dude that's only coached kids into a club that's like United and not give him the the full support to just get a bunch of young people in, in there? Don't don't say oh, but you have to get Casemiro and Varane in there to make it look cool or something to to give us something to market. I feel like that's the 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 director role, whoever that is. Mm-hmm. 
Let me ask you this question. Do y'all think um, a team like United, do you think it would be a good idea or it would help if he treated some players different than the other players? You have to, bro. I think, well, but, but I bro, think you the problem thought... might be he's trying too hard to like fit everybody in one box. So I, I I go back. Nah, I you, go you back. Think, you, think, you think he's trying to fit everybody? In? Yeah, I because, think he's trying to make everybody feel like all equal. Like he's imposing like a yeah, exactly. If you're a manager, like Mourinho knows who his his men are. That is lot. Mourinho. The yeah. first thing he says is, "You have to find your guy. Who is my number one guy on this team?" I don't think Ten Hag has that. He doesn't really have that. Uh, Veron will be a perfect guy for that. Yeah. And I personally think they just are not seeing eye to eye. He's like, yo, I should be playing. And Ten Hag is probably like, maybe the way he came on him, it wasn't the right way. So, you know, I have to show an example how I've treated everybody. I'm going to do the same. I mean, I, I go back, I go back to the, the uh, Sir Alex Ferguson doc all the time. Like I, I've I've watched that doc probably over five times at this point, but I mean, Cantona says it. He said, "Bro, yeah. I was the French hothead when I came in. Everybody else on the team could could mess up. Everybody else on the team could come in on time, play, you know, a ten out of mm-hmm. ten, and he would scream at them. Me, sometimes I came in late. Sometimes I got a red card. Sometimes I did this, mm-hmm. and the gaffer would just put his arm around me and say, "How are you?" Because you have to treat certain players certain ways. And as a manager, that's part of growing as a manager. Kind of just like what Solo said. Mm -hmm. He's used to the Ajax where it's Mm -hmm. the youth. Everyone's bought in. They've seen years after years after, okay, we're going to make Champions League. Oh, okay, we're going to win the Rivadesi. You know, we, we know that we have a system in place where, yeah, we're young, but the plan is to do very well here, listen to the manager, and then maybe mm-hmm. in two, three years, we go to a bigger club. We go to the top five. We go to England. We go to Spain. That's just how it's set up. Here, bro, this is Manchester United. Exactly. This is one of the best clubs in the world, one of the most expensive or one of the you know the highest-valued clubs in the world. Everyone knows who United is. So for them, it's a, just a different level of, okay, there's levels to how we're supposed yeah. to treat players you know, when we're at, you know, maybe in Belgium or when we're at, you know, Leverkusen. I mean, look at what, what Chabi Alonso is doing at Leverkusen right now. Those mm-hmm. players are bought in. But I guarantee mm-hmm. you, if he gets a job at Liverpool or if he gets a job at Madrid, he's going to have to act. He's going to have to act different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's just part of him growing as a manager, I feel so, like. So, yeah, you got to treat certain that. players differently. So, OK, you say that, like, we can't put everybody in the same box. We have to treat certain players with a certain level of, I guess, respect or tolerance, leniency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. OK, so then last year, Marcus Rashford was was late. Yep. Right. And he like seconds late from mm-hmm. to a meeting or a, something, some sort of team organized event. He was late and he was benched for the first half of the game. It was against West Ham or Aston Villa. I think West Ham. Yeah. And then and then he came on second half and got an assist. Am I am I right? Came on and I think he, he scored or got an he assist. He scored or yeah, something like that. So that tells me right away, right? Okay, so you do have a level of like standards for everybody because he was our best player in, in the moment last year. At that moment, mm-hmm. he was the best player um for us. And he benched him. So it shows the team that, like, okay, this guy's not playing around. So then 
how can you show that you have that level of kind of authority onto the team, but you can continuously watch what he does week in, week out? His performances don't merit him playing. So here's my question. You have the, what is it, courage to bench him. You don't have to, 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 to bench him when he comes late for a meeting, but you don't have the courage to tell him that he's not playing well and you have to bench him? Hey, that hey, I got nothing to say with that. All I'm Listen, saying is bro, you're right. Ways. No, I, no, I agree with you. Agree. Agree. That's a fault on air ten hack. That's his because but, but like I'm I'm saying that to say square peg in a square. If I'm Sancho and I'm seeing that, I'm like, what? Like, like what? Like, how is Crazy. that? I don't know. Unless Sancho, unless Sancho's coming in late. I 100%. I love Sancho. I know that he's coming late. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know he's yeah, coming. We know he's guilty. Yeah. It's like the Obama Mattis situation. Mattis, 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 Mattis is not even here right now. Mattis. <laughs> he said, you and Pogba. Think about how many players came late. Those two were the names that were dropped. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Maybe and even two. think of the names that were in that locker room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those two? And yeah. I can see it. But so, like, I don't know, man. I just think that I think he just needs to be very careful um, because I think a lot of the players that he's leaning on are not players that can, you know, they have a ceiling. Maguire's playing well right now, but it's going to take one mistake for everyone to turn on him again. Like I, I'm at a spot right now. Like I, I, I feel like I'm looking past his mistakes because he's the only one willing to run and, you know, go get the ball. Yeah. He's here. He's there. Nobody's doing it. So you know eventually he's probably gonna make a mistake. You know what's like, that? Look at look at the Newcastle go. Aaron Wan Bissaka napping. Just just, just napping. out of it. It is Mike. That's yeah. all of our all of our mistakes. All of our goals are like they're just mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just, I, I guess every goal effort. You say effort. I, I'll say yeah. effort. Every goal at some point stems from a mistake, but it's just kind of like. The last thing I just want to say that it's very discouraging because like week to week, like we're about to play Chelsea tomorrow and we'll do the preview here in a little bit, but it's like, we're playing with all these team, you know, aside from, you know, aside, aside from Onana, it's just like, this is all his team. Maguire's back. Luke Shaw's mm -hmm. back. Well, Misaka's back. Great. And then like McTominay's back. And it's like, but then I question like, where are your players? You brought these guys in. Are they not good enough? I don't know. I like mean, the Amrabat situation is he where's, where's Amrabat? Is Amrabat not fit? Like, I don't know. We have Martial, Martial swings still a striker for us, dude. Yeah. He brings in Mayno, uh, what Newcastle game, yeah. But then the game before Galatasaray, he played well, and then you don't play him that, that game, yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, no, man. <laughs> he, yeah, it, it's. It's interesting, man. It, 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 it makes you think, okay, he's probably picking these players off of merit. Something they've done. Yeah. Like, he, this guy's probably showing up every day at practice, doing well. This guy is moaning, so I'm not going to pick him. I think that's what he's doing. Because it just doesn't make sense. How does Martial not still have a 90-minute game? Like, yeah, it's crazy probably. to me. If you play Martial 90 minutes, he'll get a goal eventually. Mm. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it's crazy. it. Crazy. Yeah, man. It's United. I feel like it. 
every year we talk about y'all. There's something going on with y'all every single year. It makes it fun. I like when you guys are, and, and somehow you're still above us on the table. So it's, it makes no sense to me, but you know, you move. Um, moving on to another team that, hey, so first and foremost, before we move on to Liverpool, I just want to say this weekend has had some of the most goals I've seen in a weekend ever. I think they said on Sunday there were 10 goals in the first half of mm -hmm. all the matches. I mean, like, yo, this, this, this weekend had a lot of, it had everything, you know, no matter what game you turned on, I feel like every game was exciting. This Liverpool match, none to say the less, uh, or nonetheless, you know, a great, great match against Fulham, another 4-3 thriller. I don't know how we keep getting these 4-3 thrillers goals in the last minute. I mean, we kind of said it last week. We kind of asked the question, or I, I asked the question, is Liverpool back? Is this one of those teams that can actually fight for the title? Yeah, I think I think they're ready. I this this really is one of those. This really gave me reminiscence of you know when they were scoring four goals when it was the Mane, Salah, Coutinho up top, and you know you know they were going to leak goals, but they were going to score five if you were going to score four. They're going to score six if you're going to score five. They're scoring eight if you're scoring six. You know it was one of those type teams, and right now. Liverpool is buzzing, man. Liverpool is buzzing. This match against Fulham, and hats off to Fulham. They played a great match, you know, away too. It's very, very hard to go into the cop and get three goals, but this Liverpool team is scary. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, and it's it's been, it's kind of been unexpected. I mean, eventually, I mean, I think it was expected that I was going to take some, some time to get, like, gel in the midfield the way that they did before because a lot of changes happened. Um, across the summer, but really they they they've got to sort it out. And Van Dyke is ba is back to you know just being a, a consistent, reliable uh, defender. And of course now, like without like with Trent getting more of a forward, uh, more space for moving forward with that surety in the back, like yeah, they're they're dangerous. They'll take some points yeah. off for sure. Uh, personally, I think Liverpool is just one lineups slash formation away literally i just feel like they just haven't found that guaranteed starting 11 and once they get that i think we'll all be in trouble because right now i think he's trying to fit it uh what do you call it? fidget with uh starting what's his name nunes salah and then uh what's his name jota he's kind of like switching them around to see which one works the best and personally i think the best Liverpool front three is uh, Diaz, uh, Nunes, and uh, Salah. Mm. So I, I just think they're, they're just one lineup away from figuring everything out, really. It's what really about the, the defense because they do still lead goals. Yeah, uh, I mean, that right side, you know. I feel like it's not a Liverpool team unless you're leaking goals for real. <laughs> What at this point, like what, what, what? I, I kind of like it. You it makes for exciting matches, man. Mm -hmm. They all been like three, two, three, one, four, two. Yeah. It's why we like Liverpool in the past. You know it's gonna be goals. Two you know? goals in like a minute and a half. It's crazy, what, dog. What what would you say is their best front um three? Well, it's like a front four because it's selfish lion. Yeah. 
What do you think is their best front four? Mike, you said Nunez. I, I thought, yeah, Nunez up top, and then what's his name? Diaz on the uh, left, Salah on the right. That's what I think is their best front three. Cornelius, what do you think? <clears throat> Salah on the right. I like, I like, I, I just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a really big fan of Darwin Nunez. I know he misses a lot of goals. He hit the post, I believe, this weekend as well. But I, I really like him. I don't know. I think I think they got a player in him. And then on the on the left, I feel like when Jota's healthy, he can give you 15 goals. I like I kind of like Jota over there, bro. To be honest. Okay. Wait. So who are you putting as like the ten, the person in the middle? Because there's it's a front four. Oh well, are, are we saying Shoba slides the automatic and they're just the front three? Let's just say Soberslai and McAllister. Soberslai yeah, automatic, yeah. Yeah, Soberslai um, and McAllister. They sit in the thing and in the front. Yeah. Floor. I mean, I guess at, at the 10. McAllister or Soberslai? I, I got a pick, too. I got mine. Well, yeah, I think Soberslai. Yeah, I, it has to. I think Soberslai. He's more yeah. he's more offensively gifted than mm-hmm. McAllister. Gabriel, what do you think? <clears throat> Diaz, uh, Nunez, Salah, Soboslav, easy. Okay. Uh, for me, I would say it's Diaz, Nunez, Salah, and the C, the 10 position. I was like, could Trent be there? Like, I mean, he's not a 10. Right. <laughs> He'd be, he basically be right. send him up for assists. I'm like, let that man play central. He still wants to be there. Here we go. Hey, Trent having a little, he's having a little offensive revival lately. I don't know. He's, he's been doing a lot with these goals. So, but yeah, I was a little slide though. Yeah, I think that's the most um, reasonable. I don't know though. The, the way McAllister scored that goal this weekend, bro. I don't, yeah. I don't know. That's his first goal. That's the thing. I, McAllister and Soberslai, if those two were to sit, I, I'd probably come with Darwin off the bench. I just like Darwin off the bench for me is like best case scenario. It's yeah. just kind of like because when you're if you're the coach on the other side and you see him warming up, or if you see him just coming in, getting ready to come in, you know it's about to be some just chaos, just mayhem. Yeah. So like, I don't know, impact player, man. I'm all about my impact players. Shout out Darwin Nunez, Marcus Rashford. Bench players, the bench boys. <laughs> oh man. That's crazy. But yeah, man, Liverpool, Liverpool on the prowl, man. This team, you know, they've been consistently hey, let's talk, top Trent. Talk Trent. Yeah, we'll consistently top on. five, top six. But I was gonna say hats off to Trent, man. That kid. Shout out, yeah. Salam said in it, make making Adidas proud. <laughs> Good for the brand. But um, no, nah, seriously, at the beginning of the season when they said Trent was going to move up into that midfield role, I feel like we all joked about it, but we all knew what could happen. Like we all kind of knew what could happen if he was more, if he was closer to goal. Because defensively, we all know he's low key a lick. He's a liability back there, one v one. He can get beat if you have a very good winger, if you have a good attacker against him. But 
that I mean that has nothing against his ability in the offensive third. I mean, just his ability to cross the ball in to get assists, his ability to strike the ball. I mean, he's scoring every which way now. I, his free kick bar down. <laughs> I mean, no one in the world is saving that dog. Like Trent's been going crazy, and honestly, it's good for Liverpool. I feel like when they lost Mane, they lost a little bit of their offensive you know, prowess, you know, I know it's been a year, it's been over a year now, but when they lost Mane, they lost a little bit of that bite that they used to have, you know, in the mid 2010s. And now they've started to get more offensive threats. They got Nunes, they got Jota, they have Luis Diaz, but you know, they were never all healthy at the same time. And so they had to rely on Trent, but because he was their right back, you know, if he goes up too far, there's just that hole. So now that they've moved him into the mid, like I said, they go and lead goals, but they they can score at any time, man. And Trent's one of those leading guys right now. He's on fire. He's he's where he wants to be. Right now. Yeah, that's facts. He's I definitely think, where he wants to be. I think like with that with that team, man, if they could just if they could get him further forward, and if they could just buy a proper six, just to just shut it down in the midfield to just let him just kind of roam, because someone like that. With the ability that he's able to pass the ball and move the ball, just you, you got to give him just license to just kind of move because it doesn't really matter what angle he's at. He can produce a worldie out of nothing. So, yeah, yeah man. The most informed player in the league right now. I'd probably <laughs> say him. Wow, you think so? Yeah. He's a right back. Look what right? Who's your right back? What is he doing? Like, hey, Reese James just had to take a little time. Oh, yeah, let's leave. I don't ever. Hold on, you said Trent is the most informed player right now. Yeah, I don't, I'll disagree with that, but I don't. Yeah. Look at the heck. Look it's where done. his team is. Look at him. Look where his team is. The All right, let's other, do it. Who's yeah. the best right back right now? Kyle what? Walker. What? In the prem? Yeah, right <laughs> now. Yeah. In the prem. Kyle Walker. Trent Alexander Arnold. I'll yeah, talk about right okay, back so, um, in between them two. Adidas, relax. Okay, <laughs> Trey Alexander, who? Who? Who's it's definitely there? Kyle Walker, man. Come on. It's Kyle Walker. Kyle He's Walker's up there. I'll, shoot, I'll put Ben Ben White up there. He's in this the mix. Season? I've seen I've seen him not get, this season. I've seen him get cheeked up. Cheeked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That <laughs> but yeah, man, let's let let's move on to uh to city, man. Oh yes, yeah. it's son about son about Spurs. I got y'all number. Thank Jeez, God. another three three banger. I, like I said, this weekend was full of goals. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just I'm just pass the baton to you, Mister Solo. Three yeah. three, another Spurs match, another. Not three points. Hold on, was I it feel like y'all third, thought y'all had it in the bag. The third draw in a row? Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah. no, no. They did the double on City last year. No, no. And I'm I believe the year City, before. City, their last three games. Oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. Prep, their yeah. last three games, yes, three draws in a row. I mean, we were saying mm. in the group chat a little bit earlier. City is beatable this year. I know it's early. I know it's early, but y'all, y'all took a step, took a step backwards, and I, I don't even think it's, you know, y'all still drunk off the. The trouble last year. I think it's just people kind of figuring you guys out. You're not as scary as you once were. We kind of understand that Arsenal had a run at you, and now Liverpool's getting a run at you. Now Spurs again 
getting a run at you. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, three draws doesn't look uh, doesn't look great for sure. And you know, especially this like the way that we we're leaking goals right now. We're we're at like in the few of the past few games we've like let, let in like ten goals, something like that. And it's just there's a part where it's just like, all right, what's going on? Because that's something that we're we're not we need to be addressing as a team, but it hasn't really been the center point. A lot of it's been focusing on us not getting across the line, but I'm like, Oh, why are we letting back? Why are we letting in so much? Um, so that's one thing. And I do think John stones being out is a big part of this. I do think KDB, especially KDB being out is, I mean, you just can't, you take away 25 assists or, 20, or however many assists he'll get. Like, I mean, within a league season, 20 plus assists a season, <laughs> you, you take that away and you're, it's hard to find that, especially when you take away the second one, which is Gundo. But I'll say this. When I bought this jersey, people also <laughs> thought we weren't going to win. Okay. <laughs> when I bought this jersey. That was inside out. Was yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. That was the one. You remember when Gundo scored that last uh, three, that against uh, Steve uh, Gerrard's? They thought Liverpool thought they were going to do something. Yep, that was uh, – so that one scored a goal. We came back. This one, same difference. And, I mean, it's it's the story of City. flexing on us. Man. It's the story of City. We're so spoiled, I swear. This it's the story spoiled. of City for the past few years. What we are doing – and, I, you know, I appreciate Pep so much because of his post-match. I've been like – this is how crazy things have been. We – Three draws. I was like, let me go see what our coach is talking about because I ain't watch a post match in a minute. So I'm like, I know he got it. We're good. I hop on there and this man straight up said, he's like, I mean, all these pundits they want to talk. Jamie Carragher, he's never even won a PL. Uh, What's it called? Uh, he said Gary Neville. He's he never won four in a row, even though he did three when he was the best time in United. But we're all yeah, he was flexing. Before. And then he's like, oh, and then now you want to look at Michael Richards. He's never won four. He's never won four. So he just says straight up, straight up, hey, we're going to win. This is what we do. We're going to go on our run. And you know what's crazy? We've still been unbe unbeaten at home in 58 games. So I got faith. But, yeah, we got some problems that we need to figure out. This is our time period, though. We I don't know what we need to do in the transfer market, if we, even if we need to at all. But I think the biggest thing is the uh, sorting that defense out. Pepsi on ship. And once we do that, and once we get KDB back, we're talking about a 15-game win run, maybe. And then we'll we'll get ourselves right back. And we'll see I'm you. You. Liverpool. Gabriel, what did you say, Gabriel? I said Pep's on ship. He's hey, Remember that every, every time this year he has an interview where he goes like, I'm more than happy, more than you believe, or some stuff like that. And then he goes in snaps everybody in place so nah, not this year bro i got a hey, i got faith i got i'm gonna hope up but it's cool bro keep praying yeah Man, so who's, coming, uh, which city player is more important to you uh for you guys uh kdb or rodri kevin Ooh, kevin i mean every time because when we when, well you know what that will be answered by next week because now he's suspended for that game so now exactly. we lost all no, the three losses we have are when Rodgers was you guys, you guys have won a title without Kevin. What do you mean? We've won without Kevin. You, you, won't, win, that, you, won't, you won't win a, a title without Rodgers. Yeah. and But also you can say the same thing with Ruben Diaz, like since he's came. Um, Wait, hold on. Let's back up real quick. Salam, you said what? 
They, Manchester City, have won a title with while Kevin De Bruyne has been out for the majority of that okay. season. Yeah. They, like, now, let's mm-hmm. like, say now, let's say Kevin De Bruyne was playing and Rodri was out. They wouldn't win. Yeah. No way. What? Yeah. Uh, who's going to play there, Mike? Calvin I, 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 mean, I can't. I can't say that. I can't agree with you there. Bro. Kovacic. I mean, I'm. I'm with you. I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of new people because, like, Kovacic. what is Nunez doing? Like, what's Mateo Nunez popping up? We need him to show up. Why? Why he's here? There's a reason. I mean, Pep, Pep said it. He's not ready. Yeah. He he's also injured right now. But yeah. Um, and the thing is, too, like the city, we we restructured our team. Uh, like our, our pep restructured the team in a way that it would be okay more feeding towards holland more feeding towards holland but one of the main like routes was through kdb so with that being out the way and we lost our other scoring option like if it wasn't holland scoring it was gundo coming up on a, a random goal uh consistently and so we lost the goals and they replaced that and that was a bad you know and we got rid of cole palmer if we need some pens every once in a while maybe but you know, it's we definitely are cool for yeah. scoring options. Thank you for that one. I, yeah. I want to ask you, let's talk about Grealish, man. Yeah, please. I, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. 27 games. Come on, dog. 100 mil. Hey, mm. hold up. Wow. What, what first off, before we get to Grealish, let's talk about that de- referee decision because that was some bull, oh, and we, we we let that go. Because the reason I brought it up is because Greenwich was on the one to one, and for fact, mm-hmm. like facts, like he is not, uh, he was not scoring the same amount of goals he was scoring and playing the same way. But what he again, look, when he came on for off Doki came off, we got a goal off that, and then he was setting up for that second goal after that. He has moments where he still shows mm-hmm. out, it's just that. It's not gonna be as nice as looking as what when Doku's doing now on the sidelines. Like it's just never gonna look as good as that. So have you accepted as a city fan Doku's a better option? I think going forward, yes. What do you mean going really? forward? I think going forward, Doku is the better he's option. He's always been the better option, though. I say he's a better option if when we're looking to like make an offensive move, but when we need control, I mean, bro, one of the goals we gave up with Spurs was Directly, Doku was there and was unable to get the ball. It was just like he he blasted past him. And so I'm like, when we need to be able to hold a game steady, mm-hmm. all them the, the steps and everything, that's not that's not what we need. We need somebody that could be like, all right, we're going to just play that simple pass, metronomic passing ball for a bit. But I'm just saying going forward, yes, I think Doku needs to get better his defensive side, and then he's the out-and-out best. No question. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I hear. You. I I just personally think Grealish is a is a city flop. I think we just needed to just talk about it because yeah, we do. I mean, no, I'm honestly, I'm just being completely honest. Through 65 games, Pepe has more more stats than Grealish. So, like, let's let's really speak That's about crazy. it. Like, Pepe's you know, let's speak about it. Too. More goals. Yeah, let's 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 really speak about it. Um, I don't know. I for the for the money that he was bought for for the for the all the hype around it for everything that came with it and everyone said give him the first year you know every it takes a year to to get with Pep mm-hmm. he got replaced within another year yeah that's crazy he got replaced within another year now this guy has come in bro not even two matches we saw a difference a complete difference mm-hmm. of of quality the what he brings to the squad the energy everyone just felt more comfortable with him and i don't know i just mm-hmm. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves soon. I you know I think like because right now as as it's, as it's been going on with 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 Grealish and the manager, he's been comfortable just like there hasn't been all this drama that we've seen at least at least come out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think by because when that happened to Cancelo, that's what happened to Cancelo was that when Rico Lewis is coming, oh, yeah, yeah, who got mad. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Grealish was like, no problem, I'll stay. And that, so I think that's in his benefit why he'll 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 send. He's happy to beat her, bro. He's been he's been Calvin Phillips. He's been in the slums, bro. When he was with Villa, he had to work every single day just to keep him afloat. Now he's on. Now he's on a city team where they just won the treble last year. He's on the Champions League. He's living life in Manchester right now. For him, he's a party boy too. So it's like he's done everything he's needed to do. He's done all the work. I feel like for him, this is like, you know, that 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 dream job. You know, you when you you you've been grinding your whole life, you've been lower level, then you finally get that promotion, and it's your dream job. And so he's he's fine being, you know, where he's at. Well, but there's as far as us, we're gonna look at him and be like, "Yo, you're not the yeah. guy they spent the money for." Well, the thing is, like for me again, my my part when when I look at the costs and why when we bought him at that much, I definitely think English tax played a huge role. That's what again pushed uh, Declan's price up more than it needed to be, most likely. Um, and there's also the part of just like he was hot coming out of Aston Villa, but the thing is, he was the only guy. There was nobody mm-hmm. else. He was he was the most talented player at in his team by such a, 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 a mile, yeah. That he was just like, mm-hmm. we need you to do everything. But the thing that he was always good at was keeping the ball at his feet. And there are so many goals, and from last year, he he started every game. And there's so many goals where the way that somebody the Chelsea go the Chelsea game, yeah, he'll literally just bridge. carry it the whole way. And then gets in the right spot and it's done. And so it's just like, I, I mean, he's he scored. He knows how to get uh, make that play when it needs to be and knows when to control the ball when he needs to. But again, I'm not saying this to say that Doku hasn't shown why he's excuses, excuses. Uh, yeah he's a better than that. But, but yeah, City. Um, City but let's City. talk Spurs though. Let's give him some credit, man, because that lineup was not was not that strong, to be honest. They play to win right now. Three three. That coach is doing something crazy over there. Like whatever he's telling them, they're eating it up. Because and I mean they needed this, they needed a result because they had lost Absolutely. three in a row, I believe. Exactly. Four in a row. Three in a if row. They would have yeah. lost to y'all. So this was this was a very, very much needed result, too. Like, mm-hmm. and they're and they're depleted too. They lost a lot of people to injury, like like key people, not a lot, as in many, but they lost some key people, so for them, you can't. I can't. Um, I'm not mad at the result because of how they played. I'm more mad because the referee and the decision mm-hmm. that was made. But the way they played, I was like, I appreciate when teams show up to play the game instead of exactly going up with like, oh, let's just hold them, let's hold back. Mm-hmm. So I respect them for that. Yeah, yo, and my my early shout for keeper of the year, Vicario, man. Oh, dude I've been is legit. This. I've been yeah. saying this, bro. After you started saying it, I started paying attention. I've been saying this since day one. This guy's since day one. I saw him. I was like, "Hey, he might be real." (laughs) Like day one, I was like, "He might be real." He no, he's real. He's really real. I like him, bro. He he's good. He's good. I like that guy a lot, man. Yeah, no, I I I I straight up gave him his props after that Chelsea match. I know we beat him down four one, but easily could have been. 5-0 
five, six, seven, yeah. one. I mean, we, they were down to nine men, and he was making saves where I'm just like, Facts. yo, yeah. this <laughs> this guy is keeping them in the match. But, I mean, Spurs, you know, Spurs is going to be one of those teams where they're always going to be around. And especially mm-hmm. this year, I feel like the manager they have is keeping them around. Um, mm-hmm. But when you look at the top, I mean, I said this last week or maybe two weeks ago, when you look at the top four, top six, Every year, you know, we we always look forward to these matches and they're kind of lackluster. This year, they've all been up, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they've been as advertised. 3-3, yeah. three, three, Man City versus Spurs. Even the Liverpool-Man City match, it was 1-1, but it was very exciting. You look at Chelsea, you know, across the board, the teams we've played, whether it's been a win-loss or draw, they've all been exciting. Arsenal, the same thing. You know, it's just very, very exciting. Um you know, moving on from the Spurs Man City match to Chelsea, it, it was exciting. I, I would say it was very exciting, yeah. not in the way that we probably wanted. Mm-hmm. But um Chelsea ended up getting the dub 3-2, two quick goals to start the game. Shout out to Enzo Fernandez getting his first goal under you know the Chelsea Blue. Mm-hmm. And also shout out um what's his name? Levi Colwell Levi, getting his yeah. first goal as a Chelsea Blue. Both in the first half, both offset pieces. Mm-hmm. I feel like from there, me and Mike were kind of. I, I mean, I think I texted Mike. I was like, "Yo, you did, yeah. We we need we need this. Actually, I think you were the first one to be like, "Yo, we need this third goal. We need to put it mm-hmm. away because we know how Chelsea is." And in very very Chelsea like fashion, <laughs> end up getting a red card in the first half, and mm. uh, making this game a lot more close than it should have been. Um, I really don't have a lot to say. I'm glad we got the dub. Another very, very controversial penalty call. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'll say this, you know, <laughs> and I texted Mike. I said, look, I don't think it's a pen, <laughs> but I'll take it. Because <laughs> yeah. I think that's just how this year is. I feel like there's just been a lot of matches where there's been a controversial call very, very close to the end of the match that's made it go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, this this week it was in our favor. Um, but it's it's kind of just been the story of Chelsea all year. We yeah. when we play well, we can't put a full match together. It's usually just one half. Mm-hmm. We usually just have a good 90 minute, or we 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 haven't had a good 90 minutes, I feel like, all season besides the Arsenal match. I would say that's probably been our best match all season. Mm-hmm. Um that was a full 90, I feel like. And even then, we turned off for a second. You know, if you look at the goal yeah. that Declan Rice scored, that's just a minutes, terrible yeah. mistake. There was that few 10, 15 minutes where we kind of slipped. Mm-hmm. But still, that was our best match all season, and that was a month ago. So you look to build on those, but, you know, you have matches where back-to-back weeks, your captain is getting red cards. It's it's one thing after another, and it's just like we wa- I want this. To, I, I see how good our team can be. Exactly. But it's 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 never a full week of just oh we did yeah. well today like let's build on this like oh okay this was actually a ten out of ten match let's build mm-hmm. on this I feel like there's always something that's holding us back now we're without mm-hmm. you know Connor Gallagher in a game where we actually need him I, yeah, I feel like United really is going to be a match where we need his energy we need him to mm-hmm. we need his work rate especially when you have Caicedo who I've been very very critical of man I think Caicedo has been playing right, some stinkers. Though. He's been putting in stinkers. I mean, you look at this last game, he's losing the ball in the defensive third. He's getting yellow cards. There are a few calls where I feel like he got away with, you know, possibly yeah. getting a second yellow card. Mm-hmm. You know, two back-to-back fouls where 
He could have been called, you know, in the second Jesus half. And, off, yeah. and for how much money we spent on him, at, you know, we kind of have to be critical on him. Enzo, like I said, Enzo has been one of our most consistent players. Even when he's not our best player on the pitch, mm-hmm. he's not messing up to the point where it's like, dog, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. it's not like a Basuma mess up where you're giving away a goal or two. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's just like, okay, you didn't give us an eight out of 10 performance. You didn't give us a nine out of 10 performance, but also it wasn't a five or a six. Mm-hmm. Caicedo, since he's, you know, since we bought him, since he's been on the pitch, I really haven't seen the quality that everybody mm-hmm. was gassing last year. And last year he was able to free roam. He was able to do what he wanted on this, on you know, on that Brighton team, but Ever since he's put on the Chelsea blue, I feel like he just hasn't been up to par. And he's one of the reasons I feel like our our midfield has been a little shaky at times. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's good to get the win. We'll talk about the United matchup here in a little bit. But, Mike, how do you feel? I mean, I honestly think you touched on everything. Um, I don't know. Right now I look at us as frauds. I mean, even that 3-2 win. I, I take the win, but it's it shouldn't come down like that. I mean, we're struggling to get results. And then I watch Arsenal. Bro, down what? 3-2, 80th minute. Am I right? 80th minute? Yeah. They, oh they, they still pull out a 4-3 win. And that's where I'm at with us right now. We have to get results. Jackson... There's a player in there. I really believe there's a player in there. But it's just like, bro, you got you got to start getting it together. Like the Caicedo thing, I mean, you hit the hail right on the nail right on the head. Gave the ball away in our final third like what? 3 4 times? That's unacceptable. They should have scored, but they didn't. Honestly, I mean, it's just I don't know. I I see how good we can be. Like you said, I see how good we can be. But we need to start putting together like results, like consistent. Like tomorrow's game is big for me because we cannot lose to United. I don't care if you go out there and play 0-0. We cannot lose. That game should be able to boost us, give us some confidence, go in there and win. They're struggling. They're in shambles. Take advantage. Like that's all I'm looking for right now. Like, right now, I feel like Gabriel two years ago. Like, I can feel the frustration now. We just can't get results. And I know we're young, this and that and the third, but, bro, discipline. We have none. And the difference, but the difference is, uh, and as much as, like, I understand where you're coming from, the difference is with Arteta, you know, this is his fourth year, I believe. They kind of had something growing two years ago. It was Arteta's first Mm -hmm. full season. And, you know, he had finally got some of his guys. He was starting to Mm -hmm. do the whole process of phasing guys out, bringing his new guys in. They had a real young team. With us, we've spent the money. We've gotten the manager who we've wanted. That's what makes it. And so it's it's our first real year with a real manager. And our first real year, you know, last year was a wash under under, um, under Bowley. He was very involved with everything. It was, mm-hmm. you know, his first year as a Premier League owner. So I feel oh, like yeah. he was very, very hands-on. I mean, look at what our year was last year. We went through four managers and 
now this is our first real year with him doing that little laissez-faire hands-off. I'm going to let mm-hmm. the football experts do their football experts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, this is the first real year where we can actually look and say, okay, what is this Chelsea team going to be like in the next two, mm-hmm. three years? What's this Chelsea yeah. team going to mm-hmm. look like? What do we have? What do we have to look forward to? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I know there's going to be a lot of growing pains, mm-hmm. but you know, after that Arsenal game, two, three wins in a row, and then we have the Newcastle blip. And like I said last week, I think Newcastle was a blip. And I totally said, GRG, mm-hmm. we come mm-hmm. back and we beat Brighton. This is our second mm-hmm. time seeing Brighton this year. We beat them in the FA Cup. We beat them again in the league. But for me, mm-hmm. this was a very, very fraudulent win. You're right. Absolutely. It's a very, very fraudulent win. And going into yeah. a shaky United, I would have hoped that we would have had a little bit more confidence. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, that's going to be a very, very interesting matchup to me. It's going to be very, very telling on who our team is because, exactly. you know, like I said all year, Pochettino for the top four, top six teams, he's gotten us up for the match. Liverpool, Arsenal, both draws. You know, City, we were able to play them very, very well. Draw. Mm -hmm. We look at that Newcastle game, a blip. Mm -hmm. We look at the match against Tottenham. We win 4-1. So this is the last team I'm looking at. You know, we ha- Aston Villa's up there too. Let me let me put some respect yeah, on they, Villa. They, they beat us one zero. Yep. But yeah, this is the team I'm looking at. I'm like, yo, this is the last team of those top elite teams that we're mm-hmm. looking forward. You know, hopefully looking yeah. to surpass on the table. We got to get three points. We have. This to. has to be three points. Yeah. So I have I have some I have s- some optimism just because of the mm-hmm. way he's gotten us up for all these big matches. Yes, yeah. But I would have hoped that, you know, the match beforehand, we would have had a little bit more steam going into it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, that's pot. The, the biggest thing for me right now is just the discipline part. Like we get too many yellows. Like we're, we're getting too many cards. I, I don't like that at all. And I, I saw that with Atetis earlier team. Arsenal Super picking reds. up a lot of yellows, reds. A lot of reds. Like I can, I can see that, but it's just like, dog. Like, I don't know if I'm just so over it. Like, the, I have to have patience. I, I understand that. Like, I need the patience. But I'm watching teams that I know are ahead of us, and it's just like, Arsenal just fight. They just fight for the win. Why can't we just fight? It's just first you know, world when you, problems. When you watch that, and then you watch your team, and you're just like, bro, these guys just fight. They just got to win out of just pure will. Like, we're going to score. And they did. Yeah, I like, feel like. You watch us, and it's just like, we're up 2-0. Oh, guys are walking now. It's just like, we can't even string five passes together. Yeah, but it's I feel like for you guys, it's, a, it's the old regime still there, and it's the new yep. regime about to you know new regime coming in you still have a lot of your old like yes you sold some guys but you still have some of those old guys in there um and it's really only tiago silva and reese james and gallagher though and gallagher yeah, just but, started getting but, first team minutes like last year but then but then that's what i'm saying it's also a new regime too and it's you're gonna have to find that player to in a sense be be more of a leader i don't feel like i feel like reese james is a leader but as of recent like I, I feel like you need consistency. I feel like you don't have a player on your team right now who's just who's one a leader and two is a consistent leader. Like, and I'd say you would have that in Enzo, but 
I don't know how vocal he is. Vocal he is. You know I mean, what I mean? He's he's the That's the thing. Tiago Silva. He doesn't speak the language, so it's like yeah, and that's you know language barrier is a thing too, you yeah, know. So it's really? like you, you mm-hmm. need to find somebody who is going to be that vocal leader for you, and that's I agree. and that's why I mean that it's kind of crazy when you know I I look at it, but it's it's not crazy when I see Connor Gallagher with the armband. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's vocal, he's a leader, he speaks the language, like and they're going to listen to him. He's one of the more seasoned guys on your team. He's one of the vets yeah, on your yeah, team yeah. at this point. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like. I mean, it's crazy for me to look at that because I'm like, I don't think he should be the skip. But <laughs> at the same time, for for what you guys need on the pitch, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. Um, so, like you said, Mike, I think it's, you're, you're gonna come on. Like I said, I said this at the beginning of the year. You guys are at where where I was at two years ago. I feel like with better yeah. players, I think of course with better yeah. players, um, but it, it's you're gonna go through growing pains and it's gonna. You're gonna have to get some guys, some more guys out of there for sure, and you're gonna it's gonna take time for him to realize kind of who his eleven is. Because I mean, he didn't even pick this team. This is a team he just walked yeah. into and is like, "Listen, make it work." You know what I mean? So, I have one I question. Mean, be interesting. Go I ahead. have one question though. I was just like, how many of the t- if you have to just guess? I don't know if you have the actual mm-hmm. number, but how much how much of the team is is it their first year there? They're in their freshman. Yeah, you have a whole like sixty percent. Yeah, you have a whole at least sixty percent. Yeah, you have like fifteen players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so you got and then and then when you look at players like Unkuku and Lavia, sorry to cut you off, but when you mm-hmm. when you look like players at Unkuku and Lavia who haven't even touched the pitch yet, you know yeah. they're just now getting almost ready to be on the bench. You know yeah. they're like. I didn't think we'd get Nkuku or Lavia back, you know, this early, mm-hmm. but they're already talking about possibly being on the bench for United, possibly maybe the next week. Mm-hmm. So we got players again, like Gabriel said, we have players that haven't even touched the pitch yet. And you so know, I, I feel like yeah. Poch is still looking for his true 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. It's just, it's the first year for way too many of the squad. There's mm-hmm. been way too many disturbances to rotation. It's just like, Literally every week, it's I can I can't even imagine having to pick a starting eleven every week for this because it's just mm-hmm. like what do you even prioritize? Do you prioritize yeah. the roles? Do you prioritize the egos? I mean, no one should have an ego, but there's still some people there that are that are there. For yeah. You, I mean, it's and it made sense that then he made the most senior people like the leadership and everything, but mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's this is gonna be a it's gonna be growing pains for a little bit. Yeah. This really reminds me of Arteta when he he did a when he first got to Arsenal in that first mm-hmm. year, people were just like, I'm like, it's a bunch of new people. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. It's just gonna take a minute. And then now we're here. So who knows? No, maybe but three I, but years. at the same time, I still feel that my fault, I may cut you off, but I still feel the pain though, because it's like, bro, we have the players. That's how I feel. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like, we have the players, mm-hmm. like there's no there's no reason that y'all should be doing like and that's the thing that's a that's the one thing too our team was relatively young when when you know we started kind of doing our thing and, and all of that y'all have seasoned players like prem proven players so i get their pain because it's like it's not like you haven't been here before like act like you've been here before because you have you know what i mean so i don't understand why you guys are acting brand new to this and i understand it's, it's a new team new environment but the, the the matches haven't changed like 
You know what I mean? Like the the EPL really hasn't changed. Like you you've played in this environment before, so I I get their I get their frustration because it's like you have the players, they're seasoned players, and I don't know. I, I can I can get their frustration, especially when seasoned players are like like Reese James getting that red card the other day. Like that yeah. would, for nothing. That would be yeah. yeah that would just grind. And then when you look at so Connor Gallagher's red card, it's the exact same thing. You, you're yeah, sitting on a yellow, and then you do a bonehead mm-hmm. bonehead foul for no reason, for no reason. So it's just like, bro, two of our captains in back to back weeks, and it's just like, all right. So we have a leadership problem, and then the so called leaders are over here, not even on the field. You know, luckily we escaped with the three points. Like, luckily we escaped with the three points. But we play a team like City. We play a team like Arsenal. We get peppered. Down a man and you expect us to go out with a result? Yes. You know, it's it's, and that's why I'm looking at this Man- Manchester United game like, yo, we're losing one of our leaders. Let's Let's hope we can do what we're supposed to do. You know what I mean? You know, not too much to talk about Chelsea, but t- talking about a team that's doing what they're supposed to do, Arsenal. Man, out here just getting results, you know. And it, and just like Mike said, it's frustrating when you see a team like Arsenal where we've played them so well this season, so we can see that we're on par, but we're not on par, you know. And Arsenal, it, they have that bite. They got that fight, and shout out to them because – Seriously, if it wasn't for City beating them in the way that they did last year, who would know, you know, who knows if they would be fighting like this right now? They understand what it takes to get to the finish line. Even if they didn't cross it first, they understand what it takes to get to the finish line. You know, they finished that 26.2 miles. They finished the marathon. Even though it wasn't first place, they were right there, right behind the leaders. And for the most part, they were in front of the leaders all the last year. And so when they come down to a team like Luton, and they're down, and they got to get those three points, they end up getting those three points. You know, you look at this, you know, both of their matches these past couple of days, they they did what they had to do to get three points. You know, Arsenal's doing what they got to do, man. They just got to say hats off to them. Gabriel, how's, uh, you know, how, how's the spirit in Arsenal land over there? You mute it. You mute it. I feel like they got eyes. I feel like they got eyes. Come on now. Um, I feel honestly, I feel good. Um, I'm I'm disappointed. Uh, more so player personnel wise and a couple players, but honestly, I mean, if I don't know if you guys watched the match, but from from minute one, Luton was up for it. Like the crowd was rocking this whole stadium was crazy um and i'm glad we were up for it too like i don't want to take anything away from luton because luton played a they played a, a great match like they should have came yeah. out there with points if i'm being completely mm-hmm. honest they should have came with points um and part of that is our fault but i'm not trying to take anything away from them like luton played a great match they they executed what they wanted to execute defensively they played well um they played to their strengths and they almost came out of there with points. Um, I'm just happy that at the end of the day, we were able to match it. Um, we were able to fight back, uh, you know, get goals that in, in crucial times and, and strike back pretty quickly and, and not let the crowd really influence the, the match as much as we wanted them to. Um, you know, we, we were able to strike first. They, they came right back. 
Um, we got another goal that came right back. They ended up going up 3-2. We ended up getting two goals. Um, and But the third goal that we ended up tying um, that Kai Havertz scored was like three minutes after they scored in the 60th minute. So it was one of those like, you guys are gonna shoot. We're gonna shoot back. You're gonna you're gonna make your shot. I'm gonna make a shot back. It was, it was just back and forth. Yeah, it was it just was back chess. and forth all all match. Um, and it, it was a great match. Um, so honestly, I mean, you, I look at the match and I don't see too much that we did wrong. If I'm being completely honest, like I really don't see too much that we did wrong. The first goal, you know, Gabriel Jesus loses your man. The guy scores a great header. Great. The two goals after that, I'm sorry, but David Raya, those are 100% your fault. <laughs> like, I'm not even, I, I, I don't want to make David Raya a talking point every week, but let's be real. Let's be 100% real. The, the second goal, I'm sorry, you're flat footed. You need to come out much quicker than that. If you're going to come out, please get a hand on the ball. Please catch the ball. Something. You just get bodied and let this man score a goal. Um, the third goal, I mean, yes, I, I can understand Ben White yeah, happens, a little bit, yeah. you know, it happens, <laughs> but nah, like, no, nah, I'm talking about Ben White in that instance, like Ben White gets beat mm-hmm. for a second. Okay. It's uh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But Ross Barkley on his left foot and it goes under you. Unacceptable. I'm sorry. It's just mm-hmm. unacceptable. It's unex- like those two goals. If we're, if we're playing a. Uh, a Chelsea, if we're playing a Liverpool, if we're playing a, we're not. No, it's unacceptable. Like we, we might not get that fourth goal. We might not get that opportunity because we won't dominate the rest of the match. We're lucky we're playing against Luton, where we can we have the quality to go dominate a match and and be on the front foot for the rest of the match. But those two goals are are, are truly unacceptable to me. Um, and I wish I'm so sad. I had training. And I couldn't like actually put these stats together. I wish I could put up the stats. Like looking, just looking at Ramsdale stats through. His first 10 Premier, Premier League matches and looking at Raya's, sorry, there's, there's not much of a difference. It's really not. And, and matter of fact, Raya has two errors leading to go through Ramsdale one stat-wise from last year through 38 matches. Raya already has two of those in one match. And luckily, Declan Rice bailed us out. He bailed yeah, us out. Facts. Honestly, he bailed yeah. us out because – I texted this in the group chat right before Declan Rice scored. I was like, I'm so disappointed because we we can't afford to lose points here. Like, we can't afford to drop points. Not in this moment. Not when this race is truly on. Liverpool's firing. City's playing well. We can't afford to drop points against a team that's 16th right now. It's just unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable. Um, I said it last week. You you can't afford to drop points against anyone that's not the top four. And not this year, not this year, especially you have mm-hmm. you have City sitting on 30 points. You have you, uh, Liverpool sitting on 31 points like you, you can't. This is a true race in every form and fashion. You have mm-hmm. Villa, who's 29 points. Like they're not far off. They're two exactly. matches away. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you can't you can't afford to drop points to, to teams under the un, under the bottom six. Like you really just can't. It, it's in this crucial time. You can't. And winter is or, or when. You know, championships are, are most of the time won and lost, 100%. These December, these tough months. So, you know, um, it, it was tough to see those two goals go in. But like like you guys said, I think our resilience is is on a different level this year. Um, I, I think 
I think last year taught us a lot, especially for a very, very young team. Um, and last year we didn't always get results like this. We did get some close results and some last minute winners, but mm -hmm. you know, this year has been, I think this is maybe our sixth goal in extra time, fifth goal in extra time. Um, yeah. Yeah. and you know, if I'm being completely honest, Declan Rice has been the, the catalyst of that almost every time I, I'm looking at it now. And I think this is maybe our fifth goal in extra time. But when I look at big matches and maybe people don't consider this a big match, but this is maybe this isn't considered a big match. But this is a big result. Um, Absolutely, and, when I, I agree. When I, and when I look at when I look at some of the big results in times that we've needed points and we've gotten them. Declan Rice has been literally at the center of that. Um, I go back to, in a sense, like Declan Rice has been our Rodri, like how Rodri can, mm -hmm. can just mm -hmm. come out of nowhere and score a goal for City to tie it, to win it. Like he, that was what Declan Rice has done for us this season. Um, I go back to the first United match where he got his first goal. Mm -hmm. That was the game winner for us. I know we won 3-1, but his goal is what got us a game winning goal. When I go back to Chelsea, his goal is what is what tied up the match. And then when I go to Luton here, his goal is what won us the game in the last second. And if you look back at that, those are matches that, honestly, we couldn't afford to lose. We need to beat United, 100%. We needed to take points off of a top-four team at that point. Chelsea, honestly, we, we stole a point. We stole a point. He helped us grab a point when we okay. honestly should have – when they, when they should have taken off three. And here at Luton again – Honestly, we yes, we should have beat them, but two keeper mistakes, unfortunately. Boom, it's 3-3, three, three, and here he gets his three points again. So I, I just I, I can't speak highly enough about how how much of a, a major signing he has been for us. Like not only goal-wise, but just the the mentality of the team, the 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 way we play. Our midfield mm -hmm. is completely revamped just because of that one player. Um, yeah. We, we were I actually really... talking about it a little bit before we started. We were talking about how, you know, he could have gone anywhere. We all knew, you know, going to Arsenal, he was going to make Liverpool. a huge difference for you. Yeah, he could have been great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it hasn't, he has lived up to the hype in every single way. I mean, yep. every performance is a, a 7.5 or higher from him every well, week in week out so here here's the thing I, i'm not okay just keep this in mind it's literally the same thing that Grealish does you're not getting a goal you're not getting a assist but he's giving you a seven to an different, eight every different. game no i'm wow. just saying like, i'm, not, I'm, not I'm just saying that, that every look, look at these players i'm just saying Stop every player nah. that can just solo 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 Stop the we can go solo we can go from we, yeah please because we can go from Declan Rice from West Ham 7.5 to 8 every single week. We can go Grealish when he was at Villa, pretty much 7.5 above every week. But no, no, but let me let me go now. We can go Grealish starting from Man City. There was not 7.5s every Happy week. First year, yep. Let's even even this year it hasn't been. No, his spot here. got taken. So, okay, the, and, but the trouble. Let's be real. Let's be real. Solo. Let's be real. The trouble year. You're not even. 
And you're no, saying but that's what I'm saying. The trouble year, the, the second year after he came back, I'm saying if you look at the match ratings, he was because I was saying the same thing too, but I was like, he is consistently given a seven to an eight. I've never seen anything lower than that. Never and he, he, look, he did ball out last season. Bro, that's all I'm like. He, he, he wasn't scoring better. goals, but he played I'm not better. saying it's like what yeah. the same impact that Declan Rice is having at Arsenal. I'm just saying that there's some players that will their main their main trait is consistency. That's what they can give you is a consistent seven, eight, and that's all you need. But here's a question. So I for Arsenal that's though, good. like because to your point, like if you know when y'all were going into that run of matches where it was City, Chelsea, uh, Newcastle, and it was just like people were like, "Oh, that's going to be the time to figure it out." Like, what's what's going to end up looking like? And y'all, you know, drop points. Uh, you guys got points off us at, uh, at at City. You got points off of Chelsea, and then in that you had that five zero on Sheffield too. So that was also really good. But what occurred or what changed that now, like, for, for example, when I saw that Lewin Tao thing, I wasn't even watching the game. I just went, I looked at it, I was like, what's going on? Like, why is, why is Lewin Tao up? And then the Wolves one, I just remember thinking to myself, like, nah, they should be beating Wolves multiple times. And I was like, how's that happening? The Brentford one, 89-minute Kai Havertz goal. I was like, that's what, like, what? What occurred? That, yeah, that was the one for me. I was like, y'all got saved by. Bruh. So it's like, like boy. what went from since that Newcastle, like, I think when you drop points against Newcastle, there's been this like slight downshift, not saying that it's not still, obviously it's still top of the league, but there's been this interesting, like in this run of games, that's the easy games. I feel like there's been more of a struggle there. Like, what do you feel like is what's messing that up? Um, Europe. Mm, I would, I would say Europe. I would say injuries as well. Um, because I mean, we haven't really, we haven't had our full team. I know everyone's dealing with injuries, but our injuries are, are, are crucial. Like, I'm sorry, but Partey is a crucial loss for us. Um, we didn't have Zinni for a bit. We didn't have Jesus for a bit. And these are guys that are like literally crucial to our 11, um, that we, we need. So I think a little bit of personnel, but also, hmm, what can I attest to it? I think during this during this run, um, this is when Odegaard was also playing one of his worst, like some of his worst football. Um, That's true. And we like I'm, we need our captain. I'm sorry, like we need Odegaard. He's uh, the catalyst of a lot of our offensive minded attacks, um, and just a lot. He's he's our he's our ten. He's our creative guy, um, and we need him. And I feel like through those matches, we he wasn't playing well. Um, like he was, he was playing pretty poor. I'm not going to lie, like very poorly during that run. Um, so I feel like that has a little bit to do with it, but I just feel like also we're, we're still in a sense, figuring it out um, with just inserting new guys. Like Kai Havertz is a big one. I know Trasar has been getting a lot more minutes. Um, you know, Jesus gets his annual one, but him coming in the lineup and, and I know Declan Rice has been kind of, He's been our he's been our probably our most consistent player along with Saka 100%. But also I feel like they're still trying to figure out if he's going to be our 6 or our 8. And he's doing both right now. If I'm being he's just doing both, but I feel like there's there's still something to learn with that and and how to best utilize him um even though he's playing so well. So I feel like, you know, that has a little bit to to do with it, but at the end of the day like 
I, these wins, when I look at them, like they're not. Yes, they're tough. Like we've we've had some tough wins, but they're not fraudulent. Like they're not like they're not wins that I look at and I'm just like we played so bad. Like the the, the times I'm I'm looking at that we played poorly are like Chelsea and we and we still got points. And that's what I'm looking at. I'm like okay, when we play poorly, what are what what's our result? Like Newcastle, when we when we got an L, we didn't play bad. We didn't play poorly. It was it, they got one opportunity, they finished it, and that was that. And it was like all right. I have refs, to live with this. Refs. Also the refs. Let's we're not gonna get into that, but also the refs. You know what I mean? Like we outside of that, we lost to West Ham um in, in the in the uh Carabao Cup, and like we lost to Lens in Champions League. And Lens was one of those like we just got caught slipping. We went to France, their their stadium was rocking, they ended up getting a dub, and we got that back in blood. So, you know, I'm not even when I look at our results, it's like okay. We beat Burnley comfortably. Brentford's a, a tough place to go into and play. We we got to win there. It wasn't pretty, but we got to win there. Lens, we, we got it back in blood. Wolves, we pretty much dominated the whole match they scored in the, later on in the game. Okay. Luton, like, I look at today's match, I'm like, we did not play poorly. We didn't. Literally, two of their goals came from keeper mistakes, in my eyes, at least. Two of their goals came from keeper mistakes. And on top of that, we we're still able to come out with the dub. So even when we're not playing our best, or even when we're even when we make you know personal mistakes or things like that, we're still able to come out with a dub, and that's really what I'm looking at. Um, I think we do have like a, a tougher run of games coming yeah. up, and I think that this is when we're I, I'm really looking at like okay, we 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 see Villa next on Saturday at home. You know, we have to go to PSV. I know we already won in Champions League. We're, we're through in our group, but you know we have Brighton at home, which is going to be a tougher match. We have Liverpool away right before Christmas, so. Um, you know, I'm looking at these tougher matches and it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to, to see what we look like, but right now I'm not really, I'm not really looking too much at our passes of play because it hasn't been poor. It's been pretty good. And even, even through like pivotal players that we've needed to, to, to play well, like Odegaard specifically, he hasn't, he's just now getting back on his horse. Like he's just now getting back to it. And How like, many assists does he have this year? I'm having trouble finding it, figuring that out. He, he uh, not a lot, if I'm being honest. Um, Saka's been the one assist. Saka's, Saka's yeah. been, I think, Saka's has, Odegaard, and that's the thing. Odegaard hasn't been playing well. He has four goals and two assists. So he's been, it's not like it's not like he's he's playing. And that's me. He hasn't been playing his best this year. Like he had a yeah. five game stretch where it was poor to me, like very very poor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, he had he got dropped. And I know he was dealing with a little injury, but he also got dropped during that time too. So, you know, I feel like he's just now getting back on his horse. I feel like Saka's kind of been there, but now we have Kai Havertz going. Like, this is pivotal for us. This is piv like this is pivotal for us. I'm not gonna lie. Because if we get Kai Havertz going, that's another possibly eight goals, ten goals that we're gonna need. Like Kai Havertz scoring today was a needed goal. And he Kai Havertz played well today. I want to shout him out for sure. The guy played very well today. He's been in a good run of form, and that's that's what all I've been asking for. Just get his confidence up. Once his confidence is there, he'll play well. I I, I have confidence in his abilities. Like he's he he didn't he's he's not where he's been for no reason. You know what I mean? He wasn't he didn't get brought to the prem for no reason. He he has an ability, but it's just been a confidence thing for me. So yeah. I feel like once 
we get our players going. And Trossard is another one. Like, Trossard's been on it recently. He, once these players get their confidence and we're rolling, like, I really don't think there's anyone that can stop us. I, I truly believe that, especially with the players that we've brought in and we're going to bring in even more players. Um, once we're when we're fully healthy and we have all of our players from from one to honestly 14, 15, we I feel confident with any of them starting. You know what I mean? So it, it yes, they were they were tough wins, but it wasn't because of necessarily our play. That's mm -hmm. to answer your question. I feel like it was more personal mistakes and tough environments and just tough environments. And we're finding a way to get wins out of that. So I'm looking at it like great. We're in these tough environments and in these tough spaces, we're still finding ways to get results. And that's yeah. all I asked for because last year we wouldn't have got these results. We just yep. wouldn't have. Um, and I hope, you know, it, it goes throughout the entire season, the rest of the season, because, you know, I feel like last season is where we kind of fell off. But just just what I'm seeing now is a different feel to it, like it, compared to last year. Compared to last year, I, I feel like this is a completely different feel of um, – I don't want to say like last year was a fluke because last year when, when we yes, started, it was. Bef it, no, it wasn't because because last year when yeah, I was when we before like uh, before the season even started, I was like, we're serious. I just want to let everyone know we're serious, and <laughs> y'all kind of laughed at me, but I was like, no, we're no, we just right. beat Sevilla, yeah. we beat Chelsea, yeah. like we're on a roll right now with our starting eleven. We're serious. Like I'm not even. Mm -hmm. I, I was on that, but I feel like now it's it's more seasoned. It's more. It's more composed. I would say that it's it's a lot more composed, and I don't feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. I don't feel like the maturity. You know, yeah, yeah, we're, we've matured through mm -hmm. through that. You know, through what we went through last year, and I feel like that's showing a lot this year. Through all, I, I, I want to ask you a question: Who do you think is your most important player right now? Is it Saliba or Declan Rice? Jeez. Um. <laughs> honestly, I still I. Ah, that's a great question. Um, I still, I still think it's Saliba because I don't think anyone can come in and slot it in for Saliba. We don't have a Saliba replacement. Like I don't think we necessarily have a Declan Rice replacement, but we can, we can semi cope with without Declan. Like I've seen us play without Declan Rice and us be okay. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But I've seen us not play with Saliba and us be dis dismantled and completely distraught without him and in our center back role. And yes, we had Rob holding played there playing there. And I don't think he would be playing there. You know, if he were to go down injured, God forbid this year, but I, I still, I still want to say Saliba. Like if we, I don't know what we, what we look like without Saliba. Like I, I know, I know what we look like without Saliba and it looks bad. <laughs> My last memory, it looks bad like it looks very like we look yeah. completely off it um and just unsecure and yeah so i, I still <laughs> i still think i would still say so I, I agree, with you. I agree. This, this declan rice thing is only 10 we're only 10 matches in in the premier or not 10 matches yeah. i'm sorry like 15 matches in, in the premier yeah. so you know but I, i've seen what we look like without saliva i i don't want to see that again i'm sorry <laughs> I, I don't i do not mm. not one bit so uh, right now i still say saliva well, I agree. To be honest, I don't think you would have had a wrong answer, but the way you explained it, I think I agree with you. It has to be Saliba. Yeah, because even like if we put like Kivior in there, like nah, it's just it doesn't have the Shit. same effect. Yeah, we we. I mean, I think we could put a Tamiyasu there, but still, like 
Saliba is top class. I'm sorry, he's he's one of the best. I, I, in the world he's team. top five in the prem. I've said it in the group chat. He's one of the, he's one of the best. I just have a, a trouble putting him in top three, but he's definitely top five for me. Yeah, he. I mean, he's one of the best in the world for me. Just just personally, <laughs> I just want to. You wow. see the. I, I, I'm just being. I'm just being honest. We always go to the world. They, they gotta, <laughs> Ramsdale top five in the world. That's crazy. <laughs> Listen, I I think he. I mean, I think. If because when you when you take him out of a squad, you see the difference. Um, and mm-hmm. just just his defense, like you've seen what he's done, not only just be even before he came to Arsenal, league on player this defensive player this season. Like he this is three years of just Good. two and a half years Good. of him now just yeah. balling out, you know what I'm mean? like absolutely mm-hmm. balling out. So yeah, no, I think I mean he I think he's one of the best in the world. Um, I'm not gonna put like numbers on it, but I think he's one of the best in the world. And Y'all would have won the league last year if he was healthy. Personally, personally yeah, I, I think the same that. thing too. I see, see Solo. That. I'm glad someone else agrees with me. I can see that because he, he, only saying that he only saying that because they won the league, bro. Oh yeah, of course. But still, though, <laughs> those goals, those some of those goals I was late and I was like, damn, they got nobody in the back. Come just on, stop bro. Anything, right? Son, we let Son just run rampant on Rob Holding that we haven't seen it years be- previous, and we still That's just. Crazy. When we had other options, but listen, I digress. It's a new year. <laughs> it's it's a new <laughs> feeling. It's a new team. So you know, it is what it is. But um, I'm not going to predictions. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just guess I'll go first. Um, so yeah, we got <clears throat> we got Villa on the weekend. Um, Where's the game I, at? It's at Villa, and I honestly Ooh, don't know how to feel about it because they haven't game. lost at home. Yeah, they haven't lost at home yet this year. Yeah. Um. You're serious? Yeah, they're top four. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, I, if I, I, I think we're gonna win, but like I wouldn't be surprised if we draw. If I'm being and and they have Unai Emery, he knows us. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. he knows us and he knows how mm-hmm. to beat us. He's proven that time and time again. Um, yeah, out of the prem and in the prem. So, yeah, nah, I don't. I re- I really have mixed emotions about this game. I'm not gonna lie. Uh. I need, I need city. I need y'all to wear them out tomorrow. That's what I need personally. <laughs> like I need y'all to wear them out tomorrow so they can a little fatigue on Saturday. But I, that's what um, I was trying to figure. I was like, how does they have us back to back? I feel bad for Villa. <laughs> that yeah, is like I, I'm just happy we have, yeah, we have them on the back end. Honestly, yeah. oh, um, they, they might like, catch y'all slipping, city. Watch out. That's what I think personally. I think they yeah. gotta catch y'all slipping. The thing is, I think if they're gonna catch y'all them, they have to beat y'all. That's, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's, crazy. that's, they, crazy. They, they, they're that's another way to look at it. Yeah, it'll be a GRG um, at that point yeah. at home too. That's just crazy. But yeah, no, I think I think we'll I think we'll sneak out there. Like honestly, I think it'll be a high scoring match, like three two. Like the prem has been there have been goals. There's Sorry, there have just man. been goals. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be like another three two. Yeah, I think if we draw like a two-two, um, but I think it'll be an exciting match. I'm, this is a good week for the Prem. Like yeah. matchup wise, I think it's just it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I say I say two. I say three-two Arsenal. Three-two. Yeah, All right. Two. Chelsea United tomorrow. I, I'm hmm. I'm I'm thinking two-one. What are you thinking, Cornelius? I I would agree. Um, I I, I like that two-one scoreline. I feel like they'll yeah. score. They're at home as well, mm-hmm. so they'll get a goal. But 
I, I just got to put faith in Poch, man. He's got us up for all the big games, mm-hmm. and he hasn't really let us down. You know, I would say that even in the Newcastle match, Reese James kind of let us down after that. The game was kind of dead. So mm-hmm. as long as we can stay 11 men on the field, I, I feel yeah. like we go home with three points. Mm-hmm. And then we see Everton over the weekend. That'll be another away game at Goodison. It's a tricky um, game. It is a, a tricky it's a, game. That's a derby, no? No, 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 no. no. Oh, Everton's Um So Everton sees Newcastle midweek. So mm. I, hopefully Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle's been on a tear. Hopefully they can wear them down just like. Mm-hmm. You know, get relegated. Y'all just want him out the league. <laughs> like, nah, we, we need to get these points. We need to get these three points <laughs> But yeah, so I, I think we, I think we leave this week with six points. Win at United. Win at Goodison. I agree. Okay. Um, I would say for so yeah, I guess for Aston Villa, sucks to have them at the on the front end. That's for sure that they're gonna. Uh, I think it makes sense for them to prioritize that. Um try to get the win early uh but we've we're on three draws and we can't make it four um so we really need to we really need to win so i'm hoping that whatever pep talk can be put together and i heard i, I there's news now pep that talk. yeah there we go there no we pun go. intended yeah. <laughs> but if whatever whatever he could figure out and then um having uh john stones come back is a huge dub Having Calvin Phillips potentially start, um, and he's hungry for minutes. I, we just really need people to show. I need to see why why we got match uh, match Nunez. Like we gotta, and low key, if we're not figuring out, if we don't have a way to figure out the defense, then we need to see about having a, a different goalie um, back there. And our backups not. He's not. Now I'm not saying for every game, but just. Games that we know people are going to come at us with goals, like Aston Villa. If we don't got – Stones better be ready to start ready uh, to deal with what Unai's crazy high-flying team. It's going to be just – yeah, it's going to be intense. But I think we walk away with it. Um, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be 4-3 because it's just been so much consistent high – actually, I want to revise it. I'll do the 3-2. This is actually helping me figure out my bets for the week. So thanks. Three, two. Oh, speaking of, did anybody hit their lock of the week last week? I did. I, mean, uh, I, did. I didn't. I did not. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah I did. I, I got mine on the. Um, I, I waited until we were. I, I'm not even joking. When sitting in the Champions League, I was like, "We're gonna come back at the 2-0. I was like, "This is a comeback game," and I just immediately put in the ten. Woo, Fifty-five. I was, I was happy about that. Okay. Very lucky there. Um, any shout outs this week? I, I'll start by saying shout out Enzo, man, getting his first goal for Chelsea and made it a brace. He said, Here's two more for y'all. <laughs> shout out Enzo, man. Hopefully, he can keep it going this week. Shout out Kai Havertz and shout out Declan Rice. That's crazy, man. Shout out, shout out them two boys. Shout out Cooties, man. Ghana Star Boy killing it in the prem. I love I love watching him, man. I love watching him. Yeah, he's been hooping. Out. Um, I would say shout out. 
No, I don't say that. I was say shout out Spurs. I ain't about to say shout out Spurs. I can't do it. I can't. But I was like, <laughs> that's really a great win. Uh, for, I mean, well, it seems like a win. But uh, I would say. Um, no, just shout out Vicario, man. Just shout out Vicario. I rock with Vicario. I ain't going to lie. I rock with bro. I like bro. You know what? I'm going to give a shout out to Pep. Because those uh, catching up on the post match interviews, this man's been cooking. He's been talking all types of nonsense. And That's how I know you're taking that. I feel like he's been trolling this season, bro. What did he say about the after the bad referee decision? He said, uh, "What's it called? I'm not making no comment like Mikhail. I was just like, uh, dang, yeah. you childish. <laughs> but you should make a comment though, bro. I mean, he got the trouble coming off his fourth season winning. Now I do what I want. Now yeah, I do what I want. I mean, he's. He's just doing what he wants at this point. Yeah. Can't be mad at him. Nah, for sure. Oh, also, big thing. We don't have Mikel on Saturday. Why? Three yellow cards oh, got suspended. Oh, what? Yeah, we have he no roster. Sp- he, yeah. yeah, he ran He ran down to celebrate with the team after Declan Rice scored and they gave him a yellow. So he's out. Oh, they weekend. did. What? Are you kidding me? So, so y'all is it three or is it four? It's three? It's three. Three, it's three. Yeah, three consecutive so, suspension. Oh yeah, cause okay, okay. Does so, Aston Villa uh, got a chance of doing the double? Cause we were with us without Rodri, y'all without McCann. <laughs> this, this is crazy. I just, I just now remember that we we got AirPod Albert, man. Next I got my AirPod, man. You feel me? <laughs> we, we, we gonna be rocking mm. this weekend. So yeah, all right. So uh, anybody got predictions for United's last game? They play. Uh, they play Bournemouth on Saturday. One zero United. One zero United win. Yeah. We'll we'll see how they feeling after Chelsea's peppers them. Yeah. They begin this one zero wins to you know calm everything down. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is one of them. I feel that. All right. But uh, thank you, everybody out there. I know we ran a little bit later, but, you know, we have these midweek games now. It's December. Mm-hmm. FA Cup also coming up here in a few weeks. So I feel like every three to four days we'll have a different match to talk about. But um, appreciate you, Solo, for coming back on. You know, we had to talk a little bit of trash about cities. Y'all, <laughs> y'all looking, y'all looking kind of like Gita a lick. Very beautiful. You looking kind of like a lick. Walk in your <laughs> trap, take over your trap. Tight. <laughs> you, you know, you never know. You never know. We get a little shaky, you know. I get it. <laughs> you know, you know, that's the summer. As Salam always says, winter is coming. Uh-huh. And uh good luck to you and your future endeavors. All right.